0: Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Alhamdulillah, was Wassalamu Allah Rasulillah, Wa ala Alihi Wassahbihi Wa Mawala Amma Badu, Assalamu alaykum Wa Rahmatullahhi Wa Barakatu, Ahlan Wassahlan Wa Marhaban Bikum. Welcome back to Unlocking Hearts, a program in which we reflect on the Jews of the day, zoom into one particular verse in that Jews, or one or two, with the purpose that Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala should be Ibnilah. Make us from among those who regularly reflect on the Qur'an and not from among those who have locks upon their hearts. I'm your host, Malana Irshad Siddiq, and today we look at the 18th juz of the Qur'an. This juz begins with Suratul muminun the chapter of the believers. It contains all of Suratul Al-Nur and ends at verse 20 of Suratul furqan This juz focuses on the qualities of the true believer. All three suwar, in fact, emphasize the qualities and characteristics that are expected from Muslims. The closing verse of Suratul hajj previously, was the first verse to refer to this nation as Muslims. The next surah, Suratul Al-Mu'minun, begins with a description of the true believers. Allah says, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ Indeed, successful are the believers. Those who are humble in their prayers. And it continues Those who avoid nonsense, those who work for charity, those who safeguard their chastity, meaning they, they don't engage in zina and anything illicit, except from their spouses or their women, for they are free from blame. But whoever seeks anything beyond that, these are the transgressors. Those who are faithful to their trusts and pledges, those who safeguard their prayers, these are the inheritors. Those who will inherit paradise, wherein they will dwell forever. Allahumma ja'alna minhum, Allah, make us of the true believers. Amen. The qualities of the believer are all interconnected. Someone who concentrates in their prayer and they make sure that they fulfill their prayers as they should will naturally avoid vain talk. Those who avoid vain talk and other forms of nonsense also avoid the paths to fornication. Abstaining from fornication is a way of fulfilling one's contract with Allah, which leads us to fulfill our contracts with people. All of these qualities are connected and flow together to form the personality of the true believer. Then the surah ends with a beautiful dua Wa Anta Rahimin. And say, O my Lord, forgive and have mercy, for you are the best of those who show mercy. Surah An-Nur takes its name from the verse of light found in this surah. This is a very deep, powerful verse. It would require an entire book to explain. It is a parable of the greatness of Allah and how he guides the hearts of the believers through the message of Islam. Surat al-Mu'minun described the primary characteristics of the believer. Surat al-Nur teaches us the practical ways of living by these characteristics and how we are tested in these areas. A primary focus of this surah is sexual morality. The surah, surah al-Nur, contains the prohibition of fornication and adultery, the obligation of covering the aura, the prohibition of slander, the command to lower the gaze, the command to seek permission before entering someone's home, and the prohibition of listening to gossip and slander. All of these rules work towards the same primary purpose, the establishment of a community that is morally pure. May Allah grant us to live in communities that are morally pure and purify our communities from all forms of zina and filth. Amin. Surah An-Nur was revealed due to the incident of the slander, the ifk. This is a well-known incident in which hypocrites started a slanderous rumor against the Prophet's wife, Sayyida Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. So, Allah revealed verses in this surah clarifying her innocence, as well as rules to prevent such incidents from becoming commonplace. The majority of people who spread the slander were not actually evil hypocrites. They were in fact believers who had a bad habit of gossiping. This incident should serve as a firm warning against spreading gossip and unverified information. A habit that has unfortunately become even more common with social media, especially WhatsApp and Facebook. Always be careful as to what you forward. Saying sent as received does not obviate you from your responsibility of verifying information first. An additional lesson from this story is the importance of maintaining family ties and the importance of forgiving others in the hope that we will receive the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Forgive other people for their slip-ups. One of the primary gossipers who spread the slander was a relative of Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha who was being supported financially by her father Sayyidina Abu Bakr As siddiq radiallahu ta'ala An. When Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu learned about the fact that his relative was in fact a slanderer, one of the main instigators in the slander, the same relative who was also a muhajir or one who immigrated for the sake of Allah, the same relative who was also of the poor, needy and destitute, Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu decided to cut off all monetary support to the man who had slandered his daughter. I think any of us would have done the same thing. In response, Allah Ta'ala revealed this powerful verse that we need to give due consideration to. Those of you who have affluence and means should not refuse to give to the relatives and the needy and the immigrants for the sake of Allah. Let them pardon and let them overlook. Do you not love for God to pardon you? Allah is All-Forgiving, Most Merciful. This verse, subhanAllah, is such a powerful verse because it's really placing before us an option. Allah Ta'ala does not oblige us to support other people. But Allah asks us a simple question. Do you not want Allah to pardon you? Unfortunately, we are living in a time wherein people are willing to sever for the smallest argument, for the slightest difference of opinion. Even scholars sometimes attack one another for matters over which there's always been differences of opinion simply because others don't share the same view as yourself. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us. And remember this verse. Do you not love? Do you not want? For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive you. One of the primary methods of protecting ourselves from spreading slander is to keep our tongues and minds focused on remembering Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. This message is repeated throughout the surah, especially in the following passage: Fi in homes, Allahu, Allah had permitted, and that be raised, wa and be mentioned, fiha in those homes, in those places. Ismuhu Allah's name. Yusabbihu lahu, glorifying His name, declaring His transcendence. Fiha in those homes, in those places. Bilhuduwi in the mornings, wal asal and in the evenings. Who are they who glorify and sing Allah's praises in those places? Rijalun men. La tulhihim tijaratun. Trade does not distract them. ولا bay'un, ولا bay'un, nor any sale and from remembering allah wa in establishing the prayer wa ita'iz and from giving the arms tax or the zakah يوما, they fear a day والأبصار, in which the hearts and eyes will turn about therein. this is not referring to men who don't at all work or worry about commerce and sale, but rather even when they are doing commerce and sale, they continue to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah make us of those. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says, in, in order that Allah reward them, Ah sanama the best of what they did, wa yazida hum fadli, and increase them from His bounty. Wallahu Yaru yasha." And Allah grants rizq and sustenance to whomsoever he wills, حساب, without any reckoning. May Allah make us from among those. Ameen. Ya rabbal Alameen. These verses paint a description of the importance of always being in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, keeping our tongues moist with the dhikr of Allah. And by keeping our tongues moist with the dhikr of Allah and keeping our lives and souls alive with the remembrance of Allah, we will strengthen our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and purify our hearts and also bring contentment to the hearts for indeed ala bi اللَّهِ allahi tatma'innul it is with remembrance of god that hearts will find contentment let's pray and make dua and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala al fatiha bismillahir rahmanir rahim alhamdulillahi rabbil ar rahmanir rahim Maliki yaw mid din, iya kana abudu wa iya kana ihdina surat al mustaqeem, surat al ladina an amta alayhim, ghoir al magdubi alayhim Amin. O Allah, the first of the first, the last of the last, the all merciful, the benevolent, Ya Rabbal alameen, O Lord of all creation, our Lord, Ya Rabb. You are the master of the universe, its creator, nourisher, and sustainer. We praise you for the generous favors that you continue to bestow upon us, despite our undeserving nature of those favors. Ya Rab, we thank you for the favors that you continue to bestow upon us morning and evening, night and day. The favors that you bestowed upon us when we were small and that you continue to bestow upon us now in our adult lives. Ya Rabb, we beg of you to accept our forgiveness for not thanking you for those favors, those many, many favors that we were completely oblivious to, never once having thanked you for them. Ya Allah, we thank you for the favors that we know of and the favors that we forgot about and the favors that we don't know of and the favors that we will never know about until the day we meet you. Ya yeah Allah, we thank you for the small favors and the big favors. Ya yeah Allah, you continue to be such a merciful God, such a noble God to us, undeserving servants, Ya Rabbal Alameen. Ya yeah Allah, we beg of you to send the choices, peace, blessings and salutations upon our master, our exemplar, our teacher, our role model and our guiding light, Nabi Muhammad ﷺ and upon his family and upon his friends and upon his loved ones and upon all of those who follow in his footsteps until the end of time and make us of those ameen Ya Al Alameen Ya Allah, we turn to you in this month of Ramadan with open hearts, open hands Ya Rabb, we turn to you as beggars and as servants, coming to you as humble slaves, having no one to turn to but you and finding joy in turning to you Ya Rabb, we turn to you with our needs we turn to you without desperation. Ya Allah, we turn to you with our weaknesses. Ya Allah, we are nothing without you. Ya Allah, without you in our lives, we, we are completely destroyed in this world and in the next. Ya Allah, in this Jews of the Quran, you taught us the importance of abstaining from zina and illicit behavior. Ya Allah, we turn to you on this day. We turn to you in this moment and we beg of you to forgive us for our countless transgressions in this way. Ya Allah, forgive us for committing zina outside of marriage. Forgive us for committing zina before marriage. Forgive us for committing zina while being married. Ya Rabb al Alameen, forgive us all. Forgive us all for all the transgressing acts that we've committed against you, Ya al Alameen. Those sins that we commit in the stillness of the night, Ya Allah, whether it be alone with ourselves, watching illicit things online and on the screens in front of us, Ya Allah, we beg of your forgiveness. We beg of your forgiveness for this entire Ummah, for the disgraceful acts that we continue to perpetrate against you, knowing full well, Ya Rab, that you are hearing everything and seeing everything. Ya Allah, we turn to you and we beg of your forgiveness, lest we be a destroyed nation. We ask of your forgiveness for the sins that this world has perpetrated and has made commonplace sins of same-sex interactions, sins of same-sex marriages, sins of the of the, of the the private parts that are unspeakable, Ya Al Alameen. Ya Allah, we beg of your forgiveness for this entire world, Ya Rabb. Ya Allah, don't destroy us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we beg of you to grant us the true qualities of believers, those qualities that you mention in Surah al and in the other suar, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we beg of you to make us from among those who possess those qualities, For your sake, Ya Al Alameen. Ya Allah, we beg of you to make us from among those who are humble in their prayers, those who avoid nonsensical talk, those who work for charity, those who safeguard their chastity except from their spouses. Ya Allah, we beg of you to make us have loving relationships in our marriages, Ya Al Alameen. Ya Allah, we beg of you to make us from among those who are faithful to their trusts and their pledges and their contracts those who safeguard their praise Ya Rabb, those who will inherit the Jannah, Ya Allah, make us of those, Ameen. Ya Allah, we beg of you to make us from among those who have the ability to forgive others, to overlook the mistakes of others, to be merciful unto others, Ya Allah, so that we can draw from your mercy, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we are desperately in need of your mercy, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, this is the month of mercy, we beg of you for your mercy, Ya Allah. We beg of you for your forgiveness, Ya Allah. We beg of you for salvation from the fires of Jahannam, Ya al Alameen. Ya Allah, make our homes and our masajid like those described in your noble Qur'an in which your name is mentioned and celebrated therein, where your name is remembered and glorified therein morning and evening. Ya Rabbin, we beg that we beg of you to make us from among those people who are mentioning your name and whose hearts and tongues remember you perpetually. Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim. يا سميع الدعوات يا مجيب الدعاء يا غافل الذنب وقابل التوب يا رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته